Good morning. This is Abby with your daily Berlin briefing for Friday, March 3rd, 2023. The Berlin SPD wants to enter into coalition negotiations with the CDU. If these are successful, CDU leader Kai Wegner will become the new mayor of Berlin, and both the Green and the Left would become opposition parties. The decision was announced by Francisca Giffey and Raid Saleh at the end of a meeting of the SPD State Executive Board on Wednesday evening. Two-thirds of the board members voted in favor of entering into coalition negotiations with the CDU. And it was also decided that the SPD base should vote by membership referendum on a coalition agreement. And Saleh added that the decision shows that his party is ready to take responsibility. Giffey, who is still mayor of Berlin, said it was also a matter of showing respect for the election results. The path toward the CDU could take that into account more than the continuation of the previous coalition. Giffey continued that in the exploratory talks with the CDU, a large amount of overlap and a great deal of concession was found, even on critical issues such as the continuation of the 29-euro ticket and a no on the expropriation of large housing companies. Instead, she said, a framework law for socializations will be sought on a case-by-case basis. She herself will lose her office as mayor as a result of the decision. And in response, she said that she decided to do this, quote, for Berlin and for the SPD, unquote. And she hinted that she could serve as a senator in the future government. Earlier, it had become known that Berlin CDU leader Wegner will propose a government alliance with the SPD to his party. It is considered certain that the governing body of the CDU will agree to this proposal. Over the past two weeks, the CDU had held intensive exploratory talks with both the Greens and the SPD. And in both cases, it was said afterwards that major points of conflict could also be cleared up. While it's not certain yet that the negotiations will be successful, all signs point that a new black-red coalition will be governing Berlin for the next years. Some of Berlin's judges have expressed discontent with Justice Senator Lena Kreck of the left and Attorney General Margareta Coppers. The reason is their demand that prosecutors should ask for significantly lower fines for welfare recipients. In certain cases, the German Penal Code allows offenders to pay a fine for every day they are sentenced to jail time. As incarceration is a financial punishment that prevents people from working, a day fine represents one day incarcerated and without salary. On Tuesday evening, Berlin's criminal court judges met to discuss the regulation announced by coppers back in December. Per the proposal, the day fine for welfare recipients will be reduced from 15 euros to 5, and parts of the judiciary consider the regulation illegal. They are referring to Article 40 of the Criminal Code, which states, quote, The amount of a day fine is determined by the court, taking into account the personal and economic circumstances of the offender. As a rule, the net income that the offender has or could have on an average day is taken as the basis, unquote. But there is also part of the judiciary that supports the guideline and its declared goal. 
The declared aim of the guideline is that more convicts will be able to afford the fine. Senator Craig said on Tuesday that 15 euros is already barely affordable for many people living on assistance. So someone who's sentenced for 30 daily fines of 15 euros each for a total of 450 euros has only 50 euros left to live on. As a result, many are sent to prison and serve a substitute sentence, even for supposedly minor crimes such as shoplifting or riding the train without a ticket. At the end of November, more than 400 people were affected. The main criticism of the judiciary, however, is that the proposal only affects those who receive welfare money. Someone who is marginally employed and earns the same or slightly more does not fall under the scheme. Unknown persons fired shots at the Schwules Museum, or Game Museum, and this was reported by the museum on its website Tuesday evening. Berlin police also confirmed the incident, and the state security unit is now investigating. The damage was noticed by two museum employees on the morning of February 24th, when six bullet holes were found in the front of the building, and two windows, the illuminated museum sign, and a piece of art in front of the entrance door was also damaged. It is not yet known exactly when the shots were fired, but it's believed to have happened sometime during the night from Thursday into Friday of last week. The museum has filed charges against unknown persons, and the amount of damage is not yet known. The board of the museum is currently assuming a targeted attack. While there are currently no specific threats, they do receive various threats through phone calls or online comments on a regular basis. However, the police are investigating in all directions. Starting in March, a new offer from the Senate Department for Health is to be launched. With the Drug Checking Initiative, consumers can have their substances tested free of charge and anonymously at three locations in Berlin. The project has been in the planning stages for years, and annually, 200,000 euros are earmarked for it. The counseling services Fixpunkt, Vista, and Gay Counseling Berlin will have the drugs analyzed and counsel the users at the same time. So a drug checking visit in the future could look like this. A person planning to use a drug goes to one of the counseling services where social workers anonymously record information on consumption and acquisition, such as whether the drug was purchased in a public space, on the dark net, or from a regular dealer. Then the information requested does not go into any further detail, otherwise anonymity would no longer be guaranteed. And when receiving the sample, users will be counseled and have the opportunity to talk about their consumption. Once the consultation is complete, a courier then takes the sample to the Berlin State Institute for Forensic and Social Medicine, where it's analyzed in a lab. This is expected to take three days each time, so counseling appointments are likely to be scheduled on Mondays and Tuesdays. That way, the results can be retrieved in time for the weekend. The timing already gives an indication of the primary target group at the start of the project. Users of party drugs, such as amphetamines, ketamine, MDMA, cocaine, and ecstasy. If you like our podcast, you can support us with a donation or simply help others discover us by liking and sharing our episodes on social media. Berlin Briefing will be back on Monday. Thanks for listening.